0: Welcome everyone to Count the My name is Aaron Tauss. On June 12th, Silvio Berlusconi, the flamboyant billionaire, media tycoon and politician, died at the Milan Hospital. Like no other, Berlusconi had dominated Italian politics over the past three decades. He served as Prime Minister of Italy in four governments between 1994 and 2011 and was a member of the Chamber of Deputies, the Senate and the European Parliament. What is less known, however, is the fact that Berlusconi was also a member of the anti-communist clandestine organization Propaganda Due, or P2. Founded during the Second World War, the P2 has functioned like a state within a state over the past decades. It has infiltrated civilian and military decision-making and undermined Italy's democratic institutions from within. The P2 roster has included senior military officers, high-ranking police officials, heads of Italy's intelligence agencies, members of parliament, ministers, diplomats, judges, publishers, journalists, and corporate chiefs. The P2 has been linked to fascism, secret armies, assassinations, terrorism, coup plots, money laundering, drug smuggling, the mafia, the Vatican, the CIA, and NATO. The full extent of the secretive network that exists in Italy to this day is still unknown. The emergence of the P2 must be seen in the context of the Cold War. After 1945, the conservative Christian Democrats governed Italy for decades. The Italian Communist Party was stronger than anywhere else in Europe, with a share of around 30% of the vote. In light of this reality, the United States was strongly committed to prevent the communists from taking part in the government, fearing a domino effect. In 1950, Italy's military intelligence service, together with the CIA, created the secret paramilitary unit Claudio for the event of a Soviet invasion or a communist political takeover. Claudio and the P2 pursued the same goals, namely, To preserve the privileges of the ruling classes, maintain the conservative character of the country, weaken trade unions and keep the communists out of the government at any cost. In the late 1960s, Italy was rocked by labor protests, mass demonstrations and worker strikes. As a response, the P2 intensified its operations. The organization is widely believed to be the mastermind behind a series of neo-fascist terrorist attacks and assassinations that shook Italy between 1969 and 1980. Until 1974, the P2 had even flirted with the coup d'etat. Later they concentrated on weakening the democratic system from within. The plan was to establish an authoritarian regime disguised behind the democratic facade. The control of the media and the establishment of its own media network independent of the state formed part of that plan. The P2 helped finance the acquisition of Corriere della Sera, one of Italy's most influential newspapers. It also supported Berlusconi's rise to the position of media mogul and prime minister. Berlusconi, in turn, made the P2's plan a reality. Over the past decades, he and his media empire have certainly played a central role in paving the way for the rise of post-fascism in Italy. In October 2022, Giorgia Meloni, head of Fratelli d'Italia, or Brothers of Italy, a radical right political party with neo-fascist roots, was appointed prime minister. Meloni is spearheading a right-wing coalition that won an absolute majority of seats in the Italian parliament is Forza Italia is part of the alliance. That does it for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe. I'll see you next time.